Hi, you're listening to Kate and Catherine, and we're going to show you how to find your Prince Charming so that you can finally live happily ever after <laughs> forever and ever. No. No. <laughs> no. We are definitely not going to do that. We are sick of that story, and it's a lie. It is a lie. You're listening to The New Truth, a modern woman's guide to extraordinary love. We are going to show you how the fairy tale love story stops you from experiencing the love you truly desire. Listen to hear how to break free from sacrifice and struggle in relationship. And learn the new truth about love in a way that you've never heard it before. We're so happy you're here. Keep listening. Hey love, it's Catherine here. And in this episode, you are going to hear Kate and I super fired up. If you haven't already connected with our passion, listening to the New Truth podcast, we really bring it on today's episode. And I wanted to take a moment to share with you about one of my signature programs, Homecoming, that is now a five-week self-study course for women who want to fall in love with themselves, build unshakable confidence, and become fully self-expressed and safe to create the kind of relationship you dream of. And one of the reasons I created this program and wanted to make my work more accessible to all women is that I am very clear after my own history of love addiction and codependency and toxic relating that the most important thing a woman can do is know herself, trust herself, and be able to protect herself. And in Homecoming, I go over all the essential skills around setting boundaries, connecting with your inherent self-worth, and what it means to honor and value yourself. That is the path to self-respect, and that is the emotional intelligence so that you never end up in an unhealthy relationship ever again. And whether you are already in a relationship or not, Homecoming is for all women, and it is such an amazing program. I'm so excited to have it accessible to all of you. And when you sign up, you immediately have access to four 90-minute long teaching classes with me, plus four workbooks and a final integration session. So you can sign up today and begin the program today. And this program is $347. It's incredible. You have lifetime access. And really, if you have a history of codependent relating, if you struggle with self-respect self and setting boundaries, if you have struggled with trusting yourself and you really know that you're ready to stop the patterns that keep leading you to unhealthy relationships and that you're here to create something amazing and you want partnership or you're in partnership and you want more from your partnership, you get to have it. It's called homecoming because we all say, oh, I want a relationship that feels like home. But if you have a unhealthy relationship with yourself, the home of your own body and your own heart, or you have a childhood home that's filled with drama and unhealthy dynamics, you won't really know how to create a relationship that feel, feels like home 
that is the home of peace and kindness and respect and joy. And I want you to have that. So the link to homecoming is below. Feel free to message me on Facebook or Instagram if you have any questions about homecoming, but you can sign up today. You have a lifetime access to this program and I cannot wait to hear your experience with it. So I love you and enjoy this episode. Welcome to the New Truth Podcast, beautiful episode 78, my favorite title of all time, (laughs) Fuck the Fairy Tale, Stop Falling for Fake Love. I'll say that one more time in case you couldn't hear it over Catherine's giggle. Fuck the Fairy Tale, Stop Falling for Fake Love. We just don't have enough F-bombs in our titles. It's just, it's, it's such a potent, it needs to be used you know, intentionally, but it's such a potent word because I feel like the purpose of the word fuck to me is a circuit breaker. It's like, it's, it's a disruptor and we're taught it's wrong and bad, but to me, that word is a disruptor and we are here to disrupt this bullshit story. You know, women are becoming more and more empowered in so many areas of their lives. More women are starting businesses than men. Women are thriving. We are kicking ass. We are taking names. We are breaking glass ceilings and have been doing for, you know, pretty well for the last century, climbing and climbing and, and really taking our place in the world. And here we are in our love lives, still being totally delusional, totally tiny, so disconnected from the truth and power of who we are, which leads to toxic relationships. The only reason why women attract toxic relationships is because they are disconnected from themselves and their own truth when they are dating. So I'm so fired up and so freaking excited (laughs) to dive into this with you today. And this title, this conversation, you know, this is at the core of the whole podcast, but we were like, we haven't like tackled the fairy tale in a while. And this came through in our conversations around love bombing and how many of our clients have stories of dating a narcissist and how many more experiences we're hearing of women ending up with a narcissist in toxic relationship. And we knew we had to come back in with really bringing to light the truth of why you're getting caught up in this. And there are many layers to this. The first layer being collectively the, mm. the energy around romance, right? There's a, I often say in almost every single one of my programs, like there's a reason 50 shades of gray was a billion dollar something movie, like several billions that movie made. And it was not by accident, right? It was a brilliantly done play on the fairy tale, the brilliantly done play on the kind of dormant romance story that lives inside so many women who want to be rescued, want to be swept off their feet, want somebody else to live out what we've seen in movies, but then you get dropped and you get dropped so hard. And if you're listening to this episode, you freaking know what goes up must come down. And that fall from the narcissist, the fall from the love bomb, the fall from the fairy tale fantasy that you thought was about to play out that then put you to the freaking floor. And you have to decide right now in the, what true empowerment, you know, one of the things I said to you before we hit record was with emotional intelligence, you become unshakable. 
Like when you know yourself, when you are at home in yourself, you do not fall for the person that after two dates is telling you you're the greatest thing that's ever happened to them and, and showers you with gifts. You don't fall for that shit because that person doesn't see you. And that's what emotional intelligence does. And if you've been following the podcast, you've listened to Rachel Maddox, the path to soulful love, right? True empowerment is don't give me gifts after meeting me for five minutes give me real love. Give me your actual attention, not the attention that you give in love bombing, which actually is manipulative and grooming you for abuse. So we'll, we'll talk about love bombing, but I feel like you've got something to say. Both of us, <laughs> I cannot get closer to the computer. <laughs> oh my God, it's so true. It's so true. I don't even know what I'm going to say, but I'm just like, everything you're saying, I'm like, yes, yes. I feel like my heart explodes. This is why I do what I do. And I was a fantasy addict. I was swinging from relationship to relationship. And, you know, I did attract a couple really toxic ones. And the, the, it's funny, the love bombing thing I had a, and I'm not going to tell the story because it's, it's deep. And I tell, I share it with my clients, but, um, it's a, the most traumatic experiencing experience I've ever had with a man. He was one of the directors of a company I worked for and he loved bombed me like crazy. He kept buying me presents. He bought me Prada sunglasses. We were friends. I was, well, I mean, I thought we were friends, even though I felt incredibly sick and nauseous around him every time I was around him. Um, My body knew that it was not safe, but I kept thinking, oh, well, he's the director of a company. And so I should be friends with him so that I, you know, get ahead in my career. And also it was really sketchy industry, but also he kept buying me gifts and he was so nice to me and he was so adoring of me. And so I was like, so confused why my body was like, felt so nauseous to be around him, but our bodies know, right. There's that deeper wisdom in your body. This is pre having any healing work, pre somatic experiencing, pre any trauma release work. And yet my body still knew, but my mind didn't, the signal was broken. My mind didn't understand what that message was. And my mind was just basing like, oh, he's doing all these things for me. He thinks I'm like the most amazing, most beautiful woman on earth. Why wouldn't, why wouldn't I keep this man around? And it's such Mm -hmm. a freaking flag when someone is over, like give overflowing with love for you in the beginning and they don't even know you. And there is, um, you know, I've, I think I've said this before, but like, there is this story that we're fed that oh, oh, you just like, oh, I can't wait to be swept off my feet by love. And that is the story we're consuming from every source. Every source about love is fantasy-based love. And so it's like, I just want to be swept off my feet, you know, and feel that can't live without each other love. That is toxic as fuck. You want your feet planted on planet earth. You want to be grounded and rooted within yourself. And that's how you get to experience real love versus fantasy love, which is all based on ideas and all based on projection and all based on, you know, like someone cultivating an experience for you. That's not even real. It's rooted in manipulation. Um, I was just, I just started watching the bachelor bachelorette. I haven't watched it in years and cause it drives me nuts. 
nuts. But my friend was like, why don't you watch it from, from a, your perspective, your lens, and you can like psychoanalyze it. And I want to create a bachelor recovery program for those women. <laughs> like maybe you and I can do like a retreat yes. for all the women who've been on the bachelor instead of them going to paradise Island or whatever the fantasy place to meet love, they come to us and they learn how to love themselves and how to anchor into themselves because this show, I mean, it's still, it's been around for like 20 years and it's still the number one, one of the number one rated shows on network television. And it's absolutely tragic because <laughs> it's all fantasy. The whole fucking thing is fantasy. And I know people who've been on it and even the back and it's all editing and it's not even real. And everyone's watching it thinking like, oh, you know, I mean, some people don't buy into it and watch it just for the humor of it. But it's like you can see all the patterns playing out it. And this is what we're consuming. And it, you know, rom coms and fairy tales and love songs. And it, it literally is every time we touch anything that's about romantic relationships and love, it's fairy tale based. Yeah. Which all no personal responsibility and no. most of all something happening to you and that's what I really want to highlight and I actually really want to do the like nitty-gritty of signs of love bombing for a second now every person who loves bombs you does not doesn't automatically mean that they're a narcissist but it does automatically point to emotional immaturity and something that's been really important in my world and things that I've been thinking about. Also, Andrew and I just celebrated seven years together. We just celebrated four years married. And there are many things that I want to say about long-term partnership and that we romanticize the early phase of a relationship. And then that's why the people get addicted to that over and over again, rather than what I want for you is a love that deepens, yeah. deepens, not brings you up into the sky, getting swept off your feet, but you actually learn about real love. And someone who's emotionally immature is not capable of loving you. Someone who love bombs you is not capable of loving you, but here's what's happening when you're love bombed that points to the work that you must do. In love bombing, your inner child is getting the unconditional love that she needed from a parent. Unconditional love does not exist in adult partnership. And I'm going to fucking say that again, because that needs to happen. The goal is not unconditional love in adult partnership because parent, the only place unconditional love exists is between the divine and you and a parent and you. In an adult relationship, you need boundaries. In an adult relationship, there are things that are not tolerated. In an adult relationship, there are expectations around behavior, not you can behave and do whatever the hell you want and I'm just going to love you. Codependency is unconditional love turned against you, yeah. right? The person that you need to unconditionally love is you. And if you are listening to this episode and you've been caught in these patterns, the work right now is so much love and compassion and forgiveness for yourself. There's a reason for this dynamic. So I started with the collective wounding that shapes love bombing. Then the personal wounding is the inner child who desperately wants to be chosen. The inner child who is repeating unresolved past trauma onto the present moment, acting like if you can get this person to love you, then she'll be healed. And that's at the core of, an, of inner child work and why it matters so much. Again, it's asking someone else to do for her. What is your job to do for her? You become the friend to yourself. You become the lover to yourself. You become the parent to yourself. So here's the thing about love bombing. Again, it doesn't always mean narcissist, but it does always mean emotional immaturity. 
So here are the signs, some of the things that they do immediately demand your attention and time and want you to commit to them very quickly. So this, this is not love. This is not love. If someone's saying to you, I, I want you to be my girlfriend. Why can't you just be my girlfriend? Can we become exclusive immediately? So the person pushing the relationship and again, Someone who respects you wants you to actually have your sovereignty and your power and make the choice. I'll never forget Andrew saying to me, I want to let you know, I'm really interested in pursuing a relationship with you. And I've taken my profile down and when you're ready, and if it's something you're interested in, I'm, I'm here for it and can't wait for you to let me know. There was no pressure. There was no obligation. You are pressured with a love bomber. You are pressured to keep up with them for them, for you to feel as quickly about them as they claim to about you. And they'll often immediately, they'll be angry or, or get upset about you wanting to spend time with family and friends and not with them all freaking red flags and love bombing. And now the extent of you're unlike any person I've ever met before. I just want to be with you all the time. I want to spoil you. Excessive gifts is not love because how does the person know what the things that you even like? They're buying you jewelry. How do they know what kind of jewelry you like? If they're bringing you flowers on a first date, how do they know what flowers you actually like? When you are loved, you're known for who you are. You're not treated like every other, you're not treated like what they imagine a woman likes. That person's actually getting to know you if they are constantly texting and always checking in on you. That's the sign of love bombing. That's not a sign of love. That's love bombing unhealthy attention. They are grooming you so that they can manipulate you later. It's all self-serving. And that's the thing that I want you to know and why it's emotional immaturity. It's about getting you to love them. They're not loving you. When you are loved, you feel like yourself. When you are loved well, you feel like someone sees you for who you really are, not who they think you're supposed to be, not a projected idealized image. If they've put you on a pedestal, again, what comes up must come down. Who wants to be on a pedestal? Nobody wants to be on a pedestal. And real love is about how our imperfections dance with one another. Real intimacy is how do I greet the human in you and holding the divinity that you are, but we're actually dealing. I love you. Always do that, right? Two feet on the ground. You bring us back to that over and over again, Kate, when you talk two feet on the ground, love, right? You, you don't know anything about this person. They've decided that you're the love of their life. And again, you fall for this. And this is why we call the episode, the stop falling for fake love. You fall for this because you're on empty in yourself. Yes. You do not fall for this. And you see this for what it is when you are full of yourself, when you are at home in yourself, when you know who you are, because then you're paying attention to how someone actually treats you and how someone treats you is someone who respects your feelings, who respects your pacing, who respects your boundaries, who respects your needs and someone who actually wants to get to know you again, feel this on the side of love bombing. They're just pouring time and attention onto you, but they're not asking you any questions about you, by the way. And if they are, they're probably asking you about your childhood trauma. 
Mm-hmm. because they're trying right away. All those things, that's not getting to know your soul. They're not asking you about your dreams and goals. Notice if they're always asking you about the past. These are all signs of love bombing and signs of self-serving, right? Which whatever about being a narcissist or not, but that's at the core of narcissism. It's self-serving, getting you to love them, wow. not them loving you. And I can't reiterate it enough. This is why the inner work matters because this shit doesn't touch you. Yes. And I'll never forget. That's one of my sponsors actually um, in the, the 12 step room said to me one day, like I was struggling with something one day, the guy I was dating started dating one of my friends womp, womp, and I was a mess. And she just looked at me and she said, one day, Catherine, this shit won't touch you. One day you will be so rooted in yourself that you can't even imagine getting rocked by this drama. And I did not believe her at the time, but you better believe I freaking believe it now. And I'm rooted in it now. And Andrew and I had this really interesting conversation about jealousy the other day, where I just looked at him and was like, do you ever get jealous? And he's like, wow, you know, I, I don't, I don't think so. And you've all heard me say on episodes that I get like turned on when women flirt with Andrew because my husband's awesome. And who doesn't want to feel, you know, watch your partner feel good about themselves. Right. But this, this episode's so important to me because I want it to really point out why the inner work matters and that you can be protected from this. Like this doesn't have to be, oh, every woman goes through this. So it's just normal. And I love that you just got fired up about it too. Cause this, and of course we're doing this podcast together. Of course we fall in love with each other because this is our mission. Our mission is not, is not only for healthy love. It's our mission is that women don't fall for abusive relationships, that abusive relationships stop being part of anybody's story. Like it's not okay that this is the norm. It's not okay that every time I run a group program, every person puts her hand up that she's been in a narcissistic abusive relationship. We're done. We're done with that because when you love yourself, when you are rooted in yourself, you do not fall for drama. You do not fall for fake love. And you are rooted and I'm worthy and enough. And I pay attention to how someone treats me and whether or not they reach for my soul and my heart for real. And whether or not they're rooted in themselves and yeah, like you always Mm. talk about how they, how they show up in the world. And it's, it's just like, it's not your fault. I, I, I said this earlier, but literally we are absolutely brainwashed from every angle. Even dating coaches nowadays are like, Ooh, sign up with me and look at all my clients who are engaged. And like, if our focus is on getting engaged or getting married or having babies, you are putting the fucking cart before the horse. Because until you've actually met someone that you can imagine having that experience with and that you feel really safe and really rooted in yourself and in the relationship and you have similar values and you're headed in a similar direction and, to, and you know how, how you navigate conflict together and you're in a growth-based relationship that's going to help evolve your soul and not repress your soul, like until you've experienced that why the fuck would you decide you want to have, get married? And, and if you want to have babies, okay, are you willing to do it on your own? Because we, we make these choices and that's part of the problem of the old paradigm is we're absolutely blinded by our agenda and our attachment to this fucking storyline that we think our life is supposed to be rather than actually being in co-conspiracy with the universe and letting it organically unfold and experiencing what you experience in the moment, being in touch with your own soul and being connected to what lights you up and actually living a life that's devoted to you. Mm -hmm. And in that journey, 
yes, you're going to attract love stories and along the way, and some will be long and some will be short and some will be lovers and some will be deep soul connections and you'll attract all sorts of relationships. And some of us will have one long one that lasts a really long time. And some will have multiple long ones and, and it looks different for every woman and none of us are going to know until we're 95 what our story was. And yet the old paradigm of love again, paints the story first. And so now this disempowered princess, Mm -hmm. which is the little girl side by side with your fucking saboteur are going out there. And the little girl's like, love me, choose me. I need love. I want to be the chosen one. I want to live happily ever after. And the saboteur is like, all right, that guy right there. Now you just have to contort yourself and you just have to act perfect. And you just have to go along with it. And you have to cut off your, what matters to you. And you have to squish yourself in this way and squish yourself in that way in order to get the guy in order to get love. And this is the disempowered part of you. And she needs what I call your heroine, she needs your soul self to step up and be like, no, and to learn how to understand yourself and know yourself deeply and to anchor into your power, your truth, your expression, all of who you are. Because when you are coming from this place of, I mean, disempowerment, you will attract toxic love. You'll also attract disempowered love that, you know, feels exciting in the beginning. And then you feel dead inside down the road. You'll attract love, misaligned love. You'll settle. You'll stay in relationships way past their expiry date. Like you, you are worthy of epic love in every relationship you have, including your friendships. Like you are worthy of so much more, but when we're chasing the idea of something, we're disempowered, you're disconnected. And then it's two saboteurs on a date with each other being in fantasy, projecting onto each other. Mm -hmm. Wouldn't you rather, like when someone's projecting and putting you on a pedestal, every woman I've ever worked with says they felt weird about it in the beginning when they experienced this love bombing. The body feels weird and uncomfortable and like, wouldn't you rather someone fall in love with all of who you are and like deepen in love? Maybe I don't really love the word fall in love, but deepen in love with you and deepen in love. Like there's the, there's the timeline love, which is the old paradigm, which leads us to letting the fairy tale lead and, and keeps us totally disconnected and disempowered. And that I've said this before, but that's like chasing the next thing, the next thing, the next thing. Oh, this feels so good. I just need more. I just need another connection. I just need the next thing. I just need to, I just need to lock it down. I need to, you know, move in together, get married, have kids. And there's this rush to get to some finish line. And then you're going to get there and be like, oh, now what? Like, it's actually, there's nowhere to get to. And it doesn't mean anything about you as a woman or you and your relationship. If you are checking those boxes and chasing that finish line, the journey of, um, of, of loving from your heroine, from your soul self is about using this relationship as an opportunity to deepen into yourself, to grow into more of who you are, to expand into more of who you are. Even people who come along that challenge you, you get to learn how to be, I mean, even if you're in a toxic relationship right now, this podcast is to empower you to learn how to use your voice, to learn how to set boundaries, to learn how to stand with and for yourself so that you can experience all the beautiful corners of you. That's what relationships 
relationship is, all relationships. Are you meeting parts of yourself unless it's your saboteur and the inner child that are in the relationship? It's like what part of you is leading and the types of relationships you're experiencing is a reflection of where it's coming from within you. So if you are experiencing toxic relationships or you're experiencing relationships where you're feeling so shut down from who you are, or you feel like you've lost yourself in love, which we talked about on an episode recently, you are, it's, it's your saboteur and your little girl that's leading the way. I keep thinking about attention does not mean love. And every woman, like, I'm, it's like listening, at least what breaks my heart is like the things that we, like what we call love that then give love a bad rep when it's not love. Like, this is why it's stopped falling for fake love. Yes. Right. Healthy, real love. And, and I had to learn this. Mm-hmm. Like, I love this continued, comp- like we have so much compassion, right? We're, we are doing each of our work, not only because of our expertise, but because of our own personal experience, right? Who Kate and I had to become as individuals that then fueled our mission for why we care so much about you, right? As you're listening. But when someone really loves you, they care about you right? When someone really loves you, you're friends first. Like I loved Rachel's episode where she's like, think about how you talk to your friends. But then we forget to do that in romantic partner. We put romantic partnership on this pedestal and make it this whole separate thing. And then that's how we get caught up or we don't do our inner work and we're chasing the perfect parent in partners, which doesn't exist, obviously. But when someone actually loves you, they care about how you feel They care about how their behavior impacts you. They care about you feeling safe. They care about who you are. You know, how many women say to me, like when they're dating, like, oh, he didn't ask me any questions about myself. I'm like, well, then why the fuck did you go on a date with him again? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Like we, we act like things are hard. We don't treat people like adults because you don't see yourself as one. And that's why the work is heroin self stepping into your power because then you just won't be swept by crap. You yes. won't settle for crumbs, no. right? Both of our programs, both of our work is, I, I was actually thinking about like that it literally is like the, the antidote to never ending up in an emotionally abusive relationship again, right? Never ending up. Like yes. it is the work of making sure that you will never end up in a toxic relationship again. And that is what happens when you're at home in yourself. That is what happens when you know yourself and then you know how to love, right? We don't, chasing and controlling someone else is not love. Rescuing someone is not love. Enabling someone is not love. Stop calling it love. I don't know what it is, but that shit is not love, mm-hmm. right? And you and you deepen in love when you're in your adult self, when you're in your heroin, when you're saying, wait a second, how does this person actually interact with me? How does this person live their life? How does this person talk about themselves, right? Like some, you, you, you know, you don't feel good when you're on a date with someone who just spends the whole date talking about themselves and no one's reaching for you. And if you had a childhood of emptiness or abuse or neglect, you don't know what it feels like to have someone reach for you. And that's why the work is hard in the beginning. That's why you got to get your ass and inner work and say, I don't want to repeat the past right? Like it's like the way to not repeating the past is getting present and having you learn how to behave differently so that you create a new experience. Yes. And this is perfect segue. I, um, 
because for the women who didn't have a childhood, a toxic childhood and, 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 and got their needs met from their parents, like me, like that also instills fantasy because my, I I fully had the fantasy before where I was like, Oh, I just want what my mom and dad have. And I want to be together forever. And they just have the sweetest relationship. And I just want that. And like, my soul is not the same as my mom and dad. And it's now that I'm on, now that I fully unlocked my heroine and I'm living from my truest core essence of who I am here in Costa Rica, following my own truth, living my own life, 40 years old, not married, no kids, Will I experience that in my lifetime? Maybe I'm open to my future self desiring those things if I'm with someone who I feel aligned with, you know, if in that way, but like ultimately right now, that's not my reality. And my life is so aligned with my soul. But up until I had my unlocking and awakening into my heroine, I was fully like trying to create my parents' life. And, you know, if you look at my astrology, like I would be scraping my eye out with a fork. Oh, that's really <laughs> I would be stabbing myself in the eye with a fork if I had their life like that. I'm not meant yeah. to have such a simple life in the way that they do. And theirs is so beautiful and it's aligned with them, but it's not aligned with me. So like it also feeds fantasy that we're spo- that we just won't want our parents have like no matter what side of the train, like yeah. you need to do the work regardless, like whether you didn't get love and you're trying to get that from your romantic partner or you did get love and you're trying to recreate that with your romantic partner, ultimately what happens every relationship, every woman I've ever worked with, the dysfunction in relationship is one person becomes the parent and one person becomes the child. The controller saboteur archetype ends up with men that are, don't do anything. And they end up being like their teenage son and they feel bitter and resentful as fuck. The self-sacrifice or fantasy addict ends up with toxic men or project relationships, or they're trying to change them and, and fix them or where they're blinded by what's actually happening. And they've completely become a shell of themselves. You know, we attract our saboteur aspects and attract the opposite, you know, saboteur. It's like the amoeba theory, the perfect match of the person who's going to, I call it like a wound mate relationship versus a healing relationship where you, a growth-based relationship where you, you come together and you're coming together from your sovereignty, from your that anchored place within yourself. But most women, you know, even if you're listening to this podcast and you feel deeply transformed, I know so many of you do. And we've and had we love hearing from you about that. You. We've heard <laughs> countless messages about how much you've healed through heartbreak and, uh, and so many transitions in your life from listening. And every woman needs to unlock who she really is. Every woman needs to have a support system around her. So if you haven't done work on yourself and you haven't learned how to be deeply anchored in yourself and you're still operating from these protective mechanisms, I mean, come join us. Catherine and I both have extraordinary programs to help. We have group programs. We have one-on-one work we do with women. We have live live experiences and in magical places. <laughs> um, there are ways to get the support so that you can unlock all of who you are and you can start letting your empowered, beautiful woman self lead the way in relationships and dating rather than that little girl who's wounded rather than that saboteur who's trying to protect you, AKA sabotage everything that you desire. Um, yeah, it's, it's time to do the work. You can't like, 
listening to the podcast is amazing, but until you've really anchored and deepened into the magic of who you are and the, the, the uniqueness and the beauty of your own soul, you'll never feel satisfied in love. Yes. And if what you want is deeply healing, transformational love, you have to be available for that. Yes. Like you have to align yourself with the truth of who you are. Don't say that you want that and then go on second dates with the people who don't want what you want. Don't yeah. say that you want that and then get swept in love bombing. You know, I, I'm so grateful and I'm super proud that not every client I've worked with has ended up in a relationship, but the ones that have, they're with their partner and in love. Yes. They like, I had a call with a client who I've been working with on and off since 2016, married, just bought a house with her partner. And literally I was crying on the phone with her because they just sound like the best of friends. Yeah. And, I, and that's what I cried about. I was like, listening to you two, you deeply love each other and you're deep the best of friends, like the laughter they have together, the way that they support each other. And that's the truth of the clients that have found their partner in my work. Like my people want it. Right. And they, but the thing is you have to get like what your choices are. And like, that's at the root of each of our work. Like you root into your own behavior, taking responsibility for yourself because there are patterns that work and patterns that don't like, it actually is as simple as that, right? If your saboteur is leading, that's what she's going to create. If fear is leaving, that's what she's going to, fear is going to create fear, right? Yeah. Your inner child is going to create the old wound of the past. And if Kate and I can transform our lives and all of the clients that we have worked with have transformed their lives that is absolutely possible for you. So stop falling for fake love. We'll post the, the offerings that each of us have active right now for you in the show notes. And if you're not already in the New Truth Movement Facebook group, we have all kinds of things available for you there. And as always, we so love hearing from you and the impact this work has had on you. So thank you for being with us in the News Truth. Any last words about this, Kate? I just Fuck the fairy tale. Stop falling for fake love. Fairy tool. Fairy tool. It is a tool. <laughs> um, yeah. Fuck the fairy tale. It's time to become empowered women. We've come such a long way. And, you know, for all our ancestors who fucking shattered glass ceilings for us, yeah. it's time that we take our power back in relationships. In and relationships. Yes. Yes. We hope you'll join us. We love you and see you soon. See you soon. Hi, it's Kate. Thanks so much for listening to the New Truth Podcast. For more of Catherine and I, come hang out with us in the New Truth Movement Facebook group. We are in there. That's where we're sharing all about our programs and our free workshops that we do. Um, you can come join us there and ask as many questions as you want about the podcast episodes, about dating, relationships, any struggles you're having out there. We would love to support you. So come hang out with us in the New Truth Movement Facebook group and we will see you soon.